Hi, it's Robin McMahon here. I'm the host of Parenting Our Future. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want to thank you so much for being here. I also want you to know that I'm a former angry mom. I used to yell and rage and threaten and punish my kids because I wasn't getting the cooperation or the behavior that I felt I should be getting. And I struggled for many years, not knowing how to change or knowing what to do differently. It wasn't until I found the world of peaceful parenting that I learned why my kids acted the way they did and also why I was so angry and triggered. I was able to heal my anger and leave my triggers behind so that I could focus on being the calm and confident parent I always expected myself to be. I can tell you that feeling connected to your kids is the best feeling in the world. My two boys are teenagers now, and we have a strong relationship that is rooted in deep connection. And where there is connection, there's cooperation. Parenting is the most important job we do, but it's the hardest job we do. And we do it without understanding the fundamentals of the way our kids grow and develop. We do it without knowing the way their brains work or what their behavior is actually really telling us. So it's no wonder it's so hard. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, this is harder than I thought it would be. And that's where I come in. I can help you and I can support you so that you can have the cooperation and enjoy being a parent. You can book a free call with me on my website, parentingforconnection.com. And if you want to download my free guide, how to turn a no into cooperation, go to triggerfreeparents.com. I really hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. It's Robin. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Our Future. I'm so glad to have you back here. And finally, we are getting a dad's perspective. I really mean finally. He's not the only dad I've had on the show, but we're going to talk specifically about dads and parenting. And I have somebody who you're going to love to talk about. Well, you're going to love to hear from is Jason Kreidman, who's the founder of Dad University. I love that, which is an educational company dedicated to helping dads go from overwhelmed and confused to calm and confident fathers. Through his courses, YouTube videos, which are super cool, and social media, he's working to improve the lives of dads around the world. I love so much. Jason, welcome. And I just want to say you are a dad to a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. So you are in it. You are in it. I, although, yeah, but when they were two and four, we would say, well, you're in it too. But yes, <laughs> I think I, until maybe they're out of the house, you're in it. So uh, yeah, you're in it. Yeah. Well, it's true. You're in it in different ways and different Correct. stages. And Correct. All the things. Different, very different ways. Okay, so I get so many questions from my clients, from my community about dads, and there is a lot of frustration out there from moms. I hear it all the time about husbands not being involved. Yeah. So for those who are listening, who have a husband that maybe isn't as involved, maybe comes home from work, sits down, scrolls on his phone, doesn't engage with the kids. Let's talk about how, well, can we talk about why maybe they're not involved first? And then how do we get them more involved? Like why, why would you come home and just sit and scroll on your phone instead of engaging with your kids? Um, well, I mean, we can, we can talk about the, you know, philosophy or some of the reasons I, I, I have always maintained, and this is not necessarily a positive thing, and this is what I'm trying to change, that oftentimes parenting isn't 
painful or rewarding enough for men. And mm. it sounds kind of strange, but you know, what are they getting out of it? Or what is the, you know, the, the fear that they might have if some, if they're not doing it well and what happens and the reason, or I, I think that happens because we are more reactive than proactive. You know, we don't mm. to ourselves, Hey, if I'm going to put in a bunch of time right now, it's just going to be easier down the road. It's just, you know, it's like, it's like going to the dentist. You don't go, men don't go to the dentist until they have the cavity. And so mm. from a parenting standpoint, that activity of being really involved, you know, certainly we are stereotyping right now because there are plenty yeah, of dentists yeah. who are involved. But I, I think there's a couple of reasons. I think one, she'll do it. She might just care more. And so when he comes home, he knows that she's the one who will handle it. Hmm. And, and, and that can be from years of, you know, years of doing that from his own upbringing from, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things we can talk about, but um, I just think in general, the pain or the reward is not significant enough to do it. And so, so, and I think what I'm hearing you say is like for a lot of moms, being a mother is often a measure of their worth. Mm -hmm. We have been told all of our lives as little girls growing up that we're going to be moms. We're given baby dolls to nurture and care for, but that's not the same for boys. And so there isn't as much at stake in terms of their worth, in terms of maybe what they feel is their impact, maybe? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I mean, oh, many men then will, you know, value themselves by what they do, their their work. Right. Now, here's something interesting is that I was just a sponsor of the Stay at Home Dad Conference. I love it. The at home dad now, because there are dads who are, who are not necessarily, they work from home or do but this is the complete opposite. Now, these are the primary caretakers in their families. And so that was a very interesting perspective to hear these men because they're the ones who care deeply. You know, I mean, they yeah, the ones who are in and out daily with the children and, and the primary caretakers, they're at home and, you know, some young, some, um, you know, a little bit older as far as the children. And so it was a completely different dynamic that I got to, you know, interact with and hear from. And um, I think they experience unique challenges that women don't experience because they're stereotypes and, um, you know, generalizations and things like that. So yeah, it was a very interesting experience to do that. But I think you touched on it. It's, we're sort of conditioned that way, that it just doesn't matter as much to us um, because of how we're raised and we are show, you know, our, our self-worth is tied up in what we can accomplish and, you know, what we can do, not how we can impact the other humans in our lives. And so mm. um, I'm not agreeing with that, but I, I just think that that's some of what's right. Going. Right. Okay. And, and again, we're talking in general, in general terms, Yeah, we're going to stereotype and generalize yeah. and, and yeah. do all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. And, and yeah. I know many dads that are very engaged and, of course. and those aren't the guys, those aren't the guys we're talking about. So sorry guys. Right. Um, you just said something though, that I want to circle back to, and it is that she'll do it. Yep. She'll do it. So, the, and boy, 
that's true. <laughs> yeah. She'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the same thing in a relationship. It's like, what will you be willing to put up with? You know, I, I mean, that, 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 that conversation happens all the time. It's like, well, why will he do this or act this way? It's like, well, because she puts up with it or, you know, and vice versa. I mean, wh why in, if the same thing with her, she's going to do something or act in a certain way because he tolerates it. You know, we all have a tolerance for that. But do you think moms do too much and don't give the opportunity to dads to do things? Because oh, yeah, I also sure. know there's a control thing there too, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that that is part of the, you know, some of the suggestions I have. One of the suggestions is, for example, is the criticism um, yeah. you know, of reinforcement. What happens is because she feels so much pressure to be mom and write and do everything that, you know, is correct and taking care of the children that she can also be critical of the way that he does it. And the fact is like, well, how did, why did you just put on the children's clothes that way? Or, you know, why did you, that's not how you're supposed to do this, you know, or you were supposed to handle it in this situation, you know, and, and so there's this criticism. And as a result of that, he will back off. A hundred percent. And it's like, well, well then if I'm not doing it right, I don't want to do it. You know, um, <laughs> that's a joke between my wife and I, when, you know, we first got together and she, and she consciously hates, you know, she hates ironing. And so she was like, wow, Jason, you are so good at ironing. And <laughs> she knew how to do that. And so of course I was like, all right, I'm good at ironing. So I would take on the ironing, you know, like it's just how you respond to your partner and that interaction goes a long way. And that's, I, I think oftentimes one of the mistakes that women will do or moms will do is they will criticize. They will, mm -hmm. and, and the truth is, is that there was more than one right way to do whatever it is that you're doing. And so if, if instead she can provide that positive reinforcement, when you see that he takes the kids without anybody asking and goes and does something, you say, Hey, you know what? Thank you so much for taking the kids or, you know, mm -hmm. and not, well, he's supposed to take the kids. You know, he's half the parent, like instead showing that appreciation and showing that, I mean, and this is because this is what I teach guys. Like, this is what I teach dads. It's about the reinforcement and the, you know, the positivity. And so it's the same thing for the moms. Okay. Okay. Well, and, and I think too, look, you guys are partners. Uh, and, and I think we have to challenge that it, isn't a measure of our worth, what my child is dressed as, or what my <laughs> child says and thinks and does and acts. And so therefore, when I was a kid and my dad took me to my mom's work with my dress on backwards, you know, that <laughs> I feel like it's a measure of his worth. It becomes the family joke. And you know, where my mom would have been mortified, was mortified, but whatever, it's fine. So I think we need to be less worried about what other people think from a mom's perspective and let dads do the thing their way, make some mistakes along the way mistakes. I'm using air quotes because like, it's just different. Yeah. But here's the thing. So, so, uh, the, so I have a client right now and we were talking about, she's got three young kids, like six and younger. And her husband works during the week and they've been having these conversations about how she really needs more help. She just had a death in the family. And so she's really reeling from that. And so she's, she's got some mental and emotional stuff going on, right? Some, mm -hmm. just some heavy stuff. 
and she wants more help from him. It might come out as nagging. It might come out of uh, out as criticism. He drags his heels coming home. And when the weekend came this last time we talked, he planned a day out with friends, which mm-hmm. meant she and she doesn't have any help. She's in a different state where her family isn't around. It's, you know, anyway. So, you know, we had a big, long conversation about it. I can tell you what I told her. But first, I want to hear what you would say. How would somebody like that connect with their husband and ask for help in a way that he's going to want to help and not feel like he's because look, it'd be easy to put him down and make him feel. Yeah, like and, and I'd be curious of that history of that, you know, yeah. he has felt maybe like he's not done things correctly or he has, um, you know, here's, here's like kind of the bottom line straight to it. She has to stop tolerating. I mean, it's like, they're, they're, she ha- oh, hold on. She has to stop tolerating it. Yeah. Well, she has to stop tolerating the fact that he's not helping. Okay. I mean, like, I, I mean, this is, I can take the picture from my own, from my own family and, and my wife, who's very assertive. That's why I married her will not take it. Like literally will say that's it like this. And so I don't have that room to do that. Right. It's and and so and for many women that can be difficult because they don't want to yeah feathers they don't want to but for many men granted this is exactly what I talk to men about on the other side so I'm trying to get the man and say listen you're working all day when you come home it's now 50-50 it's not you were working all day and so she's still taking care of the house exactly yeah it's now 50-50 so you know, and in some cases now it's maybe 75, 25 you like, cause you know, she needs a break of, of doing something. So like, so those are the teachings that I have. Love it. What she can do is literally has to stop tolerating it. I mean, she, she has to stop being passive about it, you know, without, and then, but on the positive side, I think she does have to just kind of recognize and look at, is she giving positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. expressing gratitude, you know, when she does it. And is she having those honest conversations that, you know, when it's not in the heat of the moment, Yeah, that conversation about, you know, listen, I really appreciate what you do and how you do it, but either I need to get help, which means hiring help, mm-hmm. or you're going to have to step in to do it. And I'm willing to make a sacrifice, whatever we need to do financially or, you know, whatever your situation is, but you know, as a couple, you have to kind of come together and say like, what can work for both of us? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just saying it's like you know, in couples therapy, you know, you learn, it's like, it's not, Hey, this is what I need. And this is what I need. It's what works for both of us. Like mm-hmm. I may have a need, but if you're not able or willing to provide that need, like we're at a standstill, it's not going to work. So we have to actually come together and, you know, it's mediation, whatever you want to call it and say, here's what my need is. Hey, I know that you want to go out with the boys and you got to do this. So how can we both get something of what we want to do that? And that approach, I think for men is like, oh, okay. Like we're both going to get something out. Like it's a win-win versus like the lose-lose. What I love about what you're saying is that 
that's a universal truth. That's how we want to approach parenting too. Like how do we create a win-win? And what it involves is me communicating my feelings and needs, me giving you space for your feelings and needs where nobody's criticizing each other. Nobody's judging each other. Right. It's, it's just the fundamentals of communication. And I talk about this at nauseum, right? Like I talk about it all the time. So what was your advice to her? Uh, it was very similar. I said, okay. put yourself. I want to make sure I got it right. So I no, <laughs> well, yes, no, and 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 I'll tell you what I said. I said, okay, look, we got to put this into perspective. I said, I'm gonna guess, and 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 of course, I've known her for a while, so so I knew that I was right. That as soon as he comes home, it might be like shoving the kids <laughs> at him. She's miserable. She's frustrated. You didn't come home on time. Like I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Nobody wants to come home to that. Right. And, and sometimes we need to, we need to be the hero in the situation and we need to rise above a little bit. And so that does mean like, I'm going to zip it, even though there's things that I want to say, I'm going to zip it. I'm going to let you come home and we're going to celebrate you. Like I said, how often does he come home and the kids are excited to see him? She's like, not very often. How often does he come home and you run and give him a hug or not run and give him a hug, but Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like what that's like, let's celebrate him when he gets home. Let's make him feel good. And it sounds so contrived. And I and I can hear people saying, Oh, well, I shouldn't have to do that. But but the thing is, is that we it's it's like it's like that's how relationships work. We want him to feel good. I want me to feel good too, but like at someone's gotta start it, right? So yeah. so start it. So start, yeah, since you it's... are the one with the awareness, you start it, and that opens up the opportunity for you to be able to have that conversation and say, Hey, I need help. And because you're going to pay no matter what you're going to pay, you're going to pay. Well, I know, I know how to get his attention really well is. So my mother was a very successful author on personal relationships. She wrote a book called the 10 second kiss. And if, if, if he was to come home, and she gave him a 10 second kiss, which is a really long time for somebody like coming in the door. I guarantee you, he will listen to whatever it is that you have to say. And so that, you know, those types of changes though, those sort of surprises are, are, are just really, really powerful. Like, I mean, I can say my wife the other day, we had just brief, you know, but when we're in the morning, it's like, brief kiss, goodbye. And I was off and when I was pulling out of the driveway, she came outside and gave me a much, you know, much better kiss, if you will. I was happy the entire day. Like, like it was something that, you know, it, it's not, that's not a common thing. It's not something, whatever, but whatever it was, it triggered. And you better believe that I gave her positive reinforcement. Cause I was like, that was so great. It made me, you know, I felt so good. You know, and that is something we're still, I mean, 17 years, we're still learning that that matters, you know, there's so much of that that we don't do. And so I, I think some of it too, and I, and I talk about this a lot with the men is just taking the responsibility on. You don't want to, you don't think you should, you don't think it's your fault. You don't, none of that. It doesn't matter. You take on the responsibility and you do it and you see changes in other people around you. I mean, it just, Mm -hmm. 
Oh, oh I, I want to, I, I, that kiss is a really beautiful suggestion. Thank you for, for suggesting that, uh, say hi to your mom for all of us, because I think that's great. And, she, pa and she passed away in 2011. Oh. She was, but yeah, she's, she was like, you know, New York, multiple New York times bestseller and like a very yeah. successful woman in relationships. So oh, well, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I learned Thank you for that legacy. I learned quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but here's what I, I see. And as you were talking about it, I was sort of envisioning it, you know, where you come together and it's so intimate, but even in those 10 seconds, I think you can communicate a lot. Like, you know, you sort of get the stress. I don't know. Like there's, there's a lot yeah. that's going on within that kiss. And then finally just sort of the, oh. Well, and, and I guarantee like, thank you, you for here. her, especially if she's home all day, she is not going to feel like doing, it. I mean, that's not a, like, that is not the feeling that you have when he comes home. You have the feeling of throwing the child at them and, you know, and a, whatever food that you could be making and whatever else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like a another suggestion too. I and this was um from someone in my course, in one of my courses, he said he has an agreement with his wife that he actually enters the house coming home from work through the back. And he gets he goes to their bedroom and has like 10 minutes to decompress. Love it. It's like Mr. Rogers. He takes off his shoes and puts on the different shoes, you know, puts on or takes whatever. He has 10 minutes and the kids know it too. The kids know dad comes home. You don't bother him for 10 minutes. And he, it's sort of this agreement that he kind of, you know, he meditates, he does whatever he needs to do. And then he is on. And he said, it's been a life changer for him. Like, you know what? I love that. Present, he goes right in and he, they have young kids and he's with them and, you know, he feels better about it. Well, and it's funny that you say that because that's what I told her too. I said, you know, we've got to teach him the steps to transition and the, the steps to transition means, you know, acknowledging how you're feeling without judgment and setting an intention for how you want to show up and then visualizing that too, but making a break between the workspace and what happened at work and being at home with your family and your kids and getting into that mode. Like, no, I can get I can get into silly mode now. I right, can get right. into playful mode. I can get into helpful mode. Helpful mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like kids aren't just all about the dad jokes. Um, so, okay. So I think that's all really good. And, and so really what we're talking about here is communicating, not in the heat of the moment, but in a moment where you can say, how would you start that conversation? How would, how would a mom best approach the situation with their spouse? Well, I, I think before sort of the kind of the first thing to do is actually have a conversation about responsibilities. And I mean, cause we kind of have to take a step back. Like okay. men will often do what they're told, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they, will? they, they like, especially if they wanting to please and they want, you know, cause for, okay. for most men, they want to make their wife happy. Like okay. that's what they want to do. I mean, that's the number one thing, especially like with the pregnant in pregnancy, like the number, one of the top questions I get is like, how can I help my pregnant wife? Like mm. that's one of the major questions. So I think having that conversation about the responsibilities and being very, very clear, what are our responsibilities related to the kids and the house and the, and, and my wife and I literally, when we, our children were young, we had it written out on a calendar, like, Monday dinner, Tuesday lunch, Wednesday, you're taking the child, Thursday, like 
it was very, very clear what our responsibilities were so that we could then kind of visualize it all and say, wow, I actually can see like you're doing all of this at this time. And what that ended up doing was having that discussion about, okay, well, how can we both, like we both wanted to go to the gym. Okay, well, what is the time that would be convenient for us to do that? Well, I want to go in the morning. Well, I want to go at night. Well, no, I, you know, and you'd, you'd have that discussion. Negotiate. Yeah. And you kind of negotiate with it and say, okay, I, like you can go with your boys once a month and play golf for four hours. But as a result of that, I would like this, or, I mean, you know, you gotta be careful. It's like, it's not a tit for tat, but, but it is, it's kind of like, you know, looking at it in total, what can we give to each other so that we can get what we need? You know, it's like a, it is a negotiation. Yeah, it's, well, it is, and it it is a, you know, you're, you're splitting up duties and look, it, took two people to get those kiddos. So you're in this too. This was your decision too, hopefully. In most cases, it's your decision too, dad. So you we're in this together and and gone are the days where moms do it all. Uh, we, we need help. And parenting today is ho- so much harder than it's ever been for lots of many reasons. So, so many reasons. And um, okay, so we're gonna talk about responsibilities and we're going to negotiate. And so, but how do you bring that up? Like, I, I still sort of have that same question. Like, how do you approach even that? Because if we're going to talk, how do we, how do we approach a situation where you're not going to shut down on me? How do I talk to you? Yeah. Well, I think you sandwich it. I mean, that's, you know, you, you sandwich it. Sandwich like, it. You know, that's, that's the, um, that is the number one way to, you know, say something that's not positive. Like it, it's, listen, um, first I want to let you know, know how much I appreciate how hard you work and the amount of time you put in and all mm-hmm. of like say that. And then you go into, I want to, you know, and you don't put it out. He's doing this or you're doing this wrong. It's I'd like to figure out a way that we can both feel really good about this. You know, it's like, and like for me, I've always been more on board when it's a team. You know, it's like, it's not, well, I want this and you want that. And so what do we do? It's how do we figure this out together? Hmm. And I like that, yeah. Yeah, and I I think when you use the we approach, he's not gonna feel attacked. He's not gonna feel like, oh, here she goes again. You know, like, um. It's got to come from a place of love, but I, I also do think, and this is one of the other tips, women, if they need it, have to ask for the help. You mm-hmm. know? Well, I, and I think, yeah, we can't presuppose you're a mind reader, right? And and that that definitely is something that we get caught in, right? We think we told you. We think we, we're pretty sure we told you right. uh, and, and we did it. And tell I, and me I, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me again anyway. Yeah. So, so you know, look, we've got to show respect to our partner. We are a team asking for what you want, not assuming they know. If if you think they know, ask again. And sometimes you do have to be the one to, to, to say, look, I really appreciate all that you're doing. You are making a beautiful life for us. And I'd love to see if there's some ways that we could work together because I am feeling a bit burnt out, overwhelmed, you know, and he could be feeling that way too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
because I want our life to be as happy as possible. That's the sandwich, right? It's positive. It's my request and then positive. And I think you can say things too, like, would you be willing to talk about how we can take a few things off my plate? Because I'd like to be happier. I'd like to feel like I have more energy and I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling right now. I think it's hard to ignore that when somebody says it like that versus you need to start doing things more around this house. And if I see you come home again and you sit on that couch and you just tune it all us all out uh, because of your phone, I'm going to take that phone. I'm going to shove it. It's it's almost as if you've done that before. (laughs) I I have not. Never, 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 never. I tell my husband that the bald spot that he has on top of his head is from him looking down at his phone and me giving him like this stink eye. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i i know it's i i think also too when you put it as a we you know and 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 even you can you can go even further if you know your husband by saying because i want to be more present for you too right you right. know like, i mean then if you even go in that direction as far as like you don't have to go too far you know and say you know um you know i'll promise intimacy or you know anything like oh yeah far but it is something where he will feel appreciated or feel the fact that maybe you want to be more connected. I, I, I think that that goes a long way also of, of mm-hmm. listen, I want to be more present. Like I want us to have fun, but I can't like, I'm, I'm too tired, you know, or, yeah. and so it's either we have to give something up. If you're finance, if you financially have the ability, then it's getting help in some way, you know, whatever that is. When we were, had younger children, it was interesting. You know, a lot of people, you know, we live in a nicer area and we had the ability to hire somebody, but we hired somebody to do all the errands and do all the other so we could spend the time with our children. Yeah. So it wasn't to watch our children. Like we don't, we didn't need a nanny to watch our children. We needed a nanny to go do the errands, the cleaners, clean up the thing. Like we needed so we could actually go and enjoy ourselves. And so that was interesting because people are like, that's what you, you know, the person runs to Costco for you. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. that's the t- stuff that takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think, you know, on the heels of the pandemic, we're really lucky because most places have shop online, pick up or shop online, deliver. So you that excuse can is even <laughs> get away with it even more now. Well, no, it's great though. And, and that's the thing we've got to get creative. We've got to use those things and not feel like, oh no, I got to go do it myself. Like, no, you don't. I love shopping personally. So like you watch the kids, I'll go to Costco. I'm happy to go to Costco, buy what we need and then maybe pick up a top or, you know, I don't know, some socks. I don't know, something that makes me happy too, right? So um, so, so it's, it's whatever works for you. But if you're feeling this way, you've really got to talk about it and, and, and talk about it open and honest. But I still know that there are dads out there that are still really resistant. And so at what point do you, do you say, you know, maybe there's some therapy that needs to happen or like, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of women right now that are listening and are like wanting to shove their, their husbands into dad university and get them under your umbrella. Yes. We'll show them all the ways that they can connect with you. Um, But, you know, is there a point at which it's like, okay, we're not getting anywhere here. Where where do we go from here? Yeah, I think so. I, but I also think that oftentimes we don't look within, you know, I, I, I think we are quick. Everybody is quick to jump on to the other and blame and Mm -hmm. guys. 
And I think we do need to have some introspection and, you know, let's say for the moms to like, okay, have I, have I really expressed gratitude to him? Like mm-hmm. that really shown him that I appreciate. Cause like for men, that's huge, you know, showing that appreciation and the gratitude. A guy will do anything for a woman, anything. If he feels appreciated and feels I mean, it, there's almost nothing better that like when a guy feels like she appreciates him and really thinks about him. Like, I mean, my mother used to say like the Taj Mahal was built for that. People like wars are started for that. Like the fact is, is the man will do nearly anything for a woman. And so I, I think we all have to take sort of that responsibility and say, Hey, am I providing gratitude? You know, have I actually asked for help in a constructive way? Have I, and so if you've done all of these things, because most people just say, yeah, 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 I've done it. If you've really truly done it, and then, then there's just some sort of block that, yeah, then you know, you you might need to go to therapy or you need coaching or you need your services or something. But I would say that in most cases, people haven't done the work. And so maybe a coach or a therapist can help them do that work, but you, you know, sometimes they can just save the money and do it themselves and and say, hey okay, can I, can I really try some other approaches? You know, and obviously too, if you keep up trying to do the same thing um, and it's not working. <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody, I, I don't know, but I, I don't think anyone's ever changed their behavior from complaints. Right. You know? Or lectures or putting you down. Because yeah. my kids don't either. Yeah. yeah, my kids don't either. I can complain that their rooms are clean and complain with that's not cleaning the room. So it's not working. So you have to figure out other ways to do things, which is constructive. And wow, thank you so much for doing that. Or, Hey, let's, you know, let's try this one thing or how can together like, there's just better ways of handling those kinds of situations. And so, and there's a level of self-awareness and a level of vulnerability you need to have too, you know, and, and again, yeah. It's hard when you're tired. It's hard when you're tired, when you can't see the forest for the trees, when, you know, when, when you have a lot of beliefs about your spouse and there's resentment that builds up when you have needs that aren't getting met and women are very bad at getting their needs met, especially when they become mothers, then you're going to have feelings about those needs, not getting met. Then we're going to have assumptions that, you know, I have those needs and you're not making them for me. And why don't you ever bring me flowers? And why don't you do this for me? And why don't you like, okay, everybody stop, like stop, stop (laughs) crazy town in your head. Right. And go, Hey, can we talk about this? Because there's some things that I need that I'm just not getting. And I really want to be happy with you. And I want our life to be the best life possible. So can we talk about this? Because I'd like this. And so we are going to, as women from here forward, we are going to appreciate our men because there's always something to appreciate of them for them. It's not a one way. No, I'm just talking about us. I'm taking responsibility for us. In order to get what we want, yeah. <laughs> my evil plan, yeah. we are going to appreciate them because we know that that is unlocks the door, right? Opens them up. We're going to give them those 10 second smooches. Yep. <laughs> you will do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. So it starts. What do you with need? That. Yeah. 
starts with that. I am going to, as soon as I stop recording, I'm going to go over to my husband who happens to be off today. And I just saw him take some, uh, take some, take some bins and put them in the garage out of the corner of my eye. Uh, and I can't uh, believe how amazing you were putting those bins away, you know? you just yeah. knew that they needed to go away yeah and uh and i'm gonna give him a big fat smooch so there you go yeah. it'll work <laughs> okay so... and he'll say what else do you need he'll say what else do you need me to clean up like yeah yeah, yeah. uh the christmas decorations i need you to <laughs> bring those out now yeah i got I, gotta, I do right. have a list uh anyway so this is so great though thank you for giving us the dad's perspective i know it's hard to talk in generalities and and that sort of thing but that we're just going to do that and um there's no you know there's no one relationship that is the same as anybody else's of course so people can find you dads can find you moms can find you at daduniversity.com and you have an awesome youtube channel you are on instagram as well tiktok uh, yeah we're, TikTok. we're, we're awesome. all over the place yeah. awesome. <laughs> Okay, start following yeah. me on TikTok too. Uh, so this has been so great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you are so generous. You have a tip sheet for us mm-hmm. um, on um, how it's to- a, Yeah, four tips to get your husband more involved. So that's right. And that's in the parent toolbox. Yeah, some of the things that we've talked about here, it'll kind of summarize them and just put them in very specific. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, use it as though it's an experiment. Just see how they work because they will work. And I mean, we want a happier life. And let us know, let you know, put, put a, put comments back, you know, to let you know how it works or if it doesn't, we'll revise it, but yeah, it works pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. So you can find that at the parent toolbox. So parent dash toolbox.com. And you guys know, it is a free membership. It's updated every single week with new documents from experts from all over the parenting space. You are going to love it. And what Jason has to offer is really, really great. So Jason, thank you for being here. Thank you for dad university. And uh, we are all better for knowing how to communicate with our spouses just that little bit better. So we could all have a better relationship, which is a good foundation for our kids. That's what it's all about. It's good for our kids. It's good for us. Thank you so much for being here. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.